Welcome to Vote with Power, podcast number 12. Our topic today is how do we heal America from its toxic politics? My name is Denny Bowersox. I'm the author of the book Vote with Power and the founder of the organization which unites voters who will share solutions, solve America's problems, and take the country in the direction voters want. The purpose for my podcast is to keep voters informed of what's going on in Washington, the direction our country is being taken, and how to get America on the path voters want. Our content will provide ways to unite Americans through a communication loop to shrink the toxic politics and work together to move our country forward. Voters, not our elected representatives, hold the keys to fixing America's problems and steering our future direction. How did we get in this mode of a dysfunctional government and disruptive political polarization? America's politics has gotten to a point of creating an atmosphere in our country beyond disagreement on issues and move to demeaning language aimed at individuals. Politics have been a major barrier stopping us from solving our problems and killing America's progress. The politicians and the media who play politics are dividing the American people and destroying our democracy. The good news is that most research shows that the majority of citizens are fed up with politics and want to have a shared, similar future that other Americans want. We're not that different. Most Americans' personal values are in alignment with most other Americans. We want the same lifestyle as far as safety, unlimited opportunities, a stable and growing economy, justice for all, and to live in peace and harmony in addition to be able to raise our children and grandchildren to suppress, surpass our accomplishments. Today's podcast is designed to explain the political gap which is dividing people from getting along and to helping people, others in America, get where they want to go, not where the politicians want to take us. We will also cover what can be done to bring us together. Let's start with comparing the liberal to the conservative ideologies. Most people think our political dysfunctioning is caused because we have far-left liberals and far-right conservatives, and they don't see eye-to-eye on anything. And that is not necessarily true. The four points of views to compare are political, economic, social, and personal responsibility. There are differences from conservatives to liberals. However, we will explain how we can bring those together later. Political views, conservatives prefer smaller national government, less regulations and bureaucracies. Service should be provided by the private sector through a free market and a literal interpretation of the Constitution. The liberal political view prefer a large federal government 
more regulations and most services provided by the government to all citizens. The economic view of conservatives prefer less taxes, less government spending, work within a balanced budget, and, and allow for higher income earners to in, incentivize them to invest. Charity to the conservative group is the responsibility of the people, not the government. The economic view of the liberals prefer government to provide more services to less fortunate, like health care, free education, welfare, food, and other social benefits. Liberals feel it is okay to increase taxes when we need to cover the expenses that we're paying to help others. They, they lean toward socialism. Expenses, along with the thought that high-income earners should pay a higher percent of their income as taxes. This is opposed to the conservatives who want to have incentives for high-income earners to invest, and when they invest, they invest in America. The social view of conservatives are opposed to gay marriage, abortion, and embryonic stem cell research. They support the right to bear arms, the death penalty, and personal responsibility as being held by each individual. The social view of the liberals is that gay couples have equal rights, including marriage. Abortion should be legal. They support embryonics, stem cell research, and support strict regulations on the right to bear arms. The personal responsibility view of the conservatives is that individuals should exercise personal responsibility and it is the government's role to hold them accountable even through severe penalty means. Laws are enacted to reflect the best interest of our society as a whole. The personal responsibility view of the liberals is people should look to the government to provide structure. Laws are in place to protect every individual for an equal society, sometimes at the expense of the economic freedom when it's necessary. To summarize, conservatives believe in limited government, free markets, traditional values, religious values, strong personal responsibility, individual liberties, and a strong national defense. The liberals believe in equal opportunities for equality, government involvement in private spheres of civil liberties, and an alignment of human rights and progress. There's always an ongoing conflict of the key issues between the two groups, such as abortion, death penalty, economy, energy, climate change, euthanasia, health care, immigration, and security, same-sex mortgage, marriage, and international community, and taxes. We do view those major concerns differently. The main difference is the attitude toward the future. Conservatives want to retain the existing structure and preserve traditional values, while liberals believe in progress and strive for staying modern and having our government develop a new society and culture. 
The truth is the American people are more polarized emotionally than they are ideology. Politicians and the media keep telling us how different we are and we need to stop listening and find the truth. We will never get along or close the gap unless we start to realize that we do have similarities, we do have common ground. There are two major points of disagreement. First, the ideology on how our government participates in our lives, such as how much they are in our lives, how much the federal government is to solve our problems and take care of our every need. The organizational framework on how to legislate policies and procedures, solve problems, and who should manage our specific issues. The second major issue to overcome is specific issues themselves. We currently have major problems in America, such as immigration, inflation, safety, justice, who pays for events and needs in our lives, taxes, welfare, education, racism, religion, sexual orientation, and class structure in America. The good news is Americans can use common sense to find common ground, to be flexible, and still get the issues and problems managed in a reasonably acceptable and timely manner. When we are so diverse and divided, we have major problems. Nothing's being fixed. Our current governmental structure of Congress and the executive branch are dysfunctional. They are not solving our problems, not representing us voters. Instead, they are creating ongoing polarization in language and their actions. Their goal is to keep us polarized. The foundation of the political landscape was built by our forefathers to work no matter who was in power which political party. Politicians are bypassing that framework to advance their own political outcomes. Most polarization is brought on in these areas of how liberals and conservatives want to approach issues. Problems can be solved with public input using common sense, logic, open, caring, honest communications, and by adding intervention from our voters to our elected representatives. Right now, we are not in control as voters. Our current politics are forcing divisions and altering us from a civil attitude of I like you, but not your politics. It has all changed in the last few years to I hate you because of your political views. Growth of personal attacks, verbal and physical, are exasperated by the political atmosphere and the rhetoric. This must stop. This has no place in America. We the people must first realize we aren't that different in our values and what we want in our lives. There are many solutions for closing the polarizing gap since many politicians want polarization. It is up to the American people to focus, get involved, share, and find those solutions. Please go to votewithpower.com, votewithpower.com, 
to see the schedule of our new series called Americans Sharing Solutions. These are webinars where your ideas will be heard and your input will be listened to. When considering the issues, we can look at the extremes, move toward the discussion of solving our problems and offering opportunities through common ground by leaving politics out of the discussions. We must stop focusing and talking about our problems. We need to focus, unify, energize voters around solutions. Here are some of the ideas on how we can bring the political divide into rational perspective and start working together. We need to form the future of America that fulfills the lifestyle desired by most of the American people. One, we need to start calm discussions with those who have opposite political positions and share and understand the differences from which to find common ground. Two, we need to call out our own parties when they misinform, lie, blame, or spend their time in name-calling. Let them know political party comes after Americans' well-being. We need to stop the personal negative comments, criticism, and jokes about the opposite party. Let's go to the positive side of communication. Four, we need to commit to being part of the solution by joining solution groups. As I mentioned, get on the votewithpower.com schedule to find out when the next Zoom discussion will be for everybody to have input to solve our problems. Fifth, we become members of local school boards, local municipality boards, and other community state organizations. We as voters need to get involved. We need to bring in new ideology and philosophy of getting along and working together to make our communities and our country the best place it can be. Six, we need to turn off the media that is giving us misinformation or is promoting polarization. Seven, we need to do your part to make social media friendlier. Stop giving and supporting hateful messages. Help curb prejudice or polarization type speech on social media. Eight, we need to avoid repeating misinformation. We all need to step back, get the truth and facts before we promote the ideas. Nine, we need to help people, especially our children, learn and understand one another as opposed to trying to persuade the other person that our beliefs and opinions are what they need to attach to. Ten, we need to promote empathy, education of ideas, and compassion for understanding others' points of view. Eleven, we need to stop trying to convince others of our political views. Twelve, we need to replace the leaders in government who are playing politics, using divisive attacks to gain power, and utilizing self-serving activities to destroy the other political points of view. Thirteen, we need to vote in a different candidates who want to unite America and represent their constituents over their party and big money. Fourteenth, if you'll join votewithpower.com and engage in our open communication town meetings, 
to find common ground. We could use those in a communication loop to get back to our members of Congress to tell them what we want. They have to stop assuming or telling us what they think we want. And last, we need to change the election funding policies to avoid big money people from controlling our elections. Please visit votewithpower.com to get more information, listen to other podcasts, read blogs, sign up for the free newsletter. You can also find our town hall meeting schedule on which you can help us with your input, your ideas, and your solutions, or you can get on and just listen to others. You can join our Vote with Power Concerned Voters Inner Group for only $10 a month to change the direction of our country, solve America's problems, and deflate the dysfunctional politics. Remember, without voter input and action, we will lose our democracy. Without democracy, we will lose our freedom. Without individual freedoms, we'll end up in a dictatorship or an oligarchy. No one wants that. Voting in America is a privilege. Making your vote count. Every voter's responsibility. I hope you visit votewithpower.com. Make it a great day. Enjoy your freedom and your family. Talk with you in the next podcast. This is Denny Bowersox saying goodbye for now.